Hey guys, welcome to Frosting on the Cake with Ellie and Heidi, Ellie's mom. (laughs) I hope you enjoy our podcast. We will be talking a little bit about ourselves, just different things we think of throughout the day, a little bit of Jesus sprinkled in, and who knows, we might even interview some people. Come along for the ride. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. What is up? It's Ellie. And Heidi. Ellie's mom. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Alrighty, so as always, we um, have our question, our random question. I actually think we forgot about it last week. I think we did too. Probably, but A random question for each other. Random question. All right, mom. Go ahead. Okay. My random question for you, Ellie, is what is your favorite part of the day and why? What kind of day? A weekday or a weekend? Doesn't matter. Just a regular day. Well. No, because there are similar elements to every day. So what's your favorite? Like, I mean, like morning, afternoon, evening, and why? That type of thing. I don't mean like an activity. Oh, like part of my day? Like, yeah. Day? Yes, that's what I said. What's Um, the favorite part of your day and why? I'm a night person. Okay. I like to be up late. And why? It's just... Everything fun happens at night, I guess. I don't know. Like I just... I don't know. Night stuff. Night stuff. Like, all my games are always at night. Mm Mm-hmm. Except for travel. What games are you talking about? Because they don't know what you're talking about. Like, basketball games happen at night. Mm -hmm. Softball games happen at night. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, during the summer, normally they don't happen at night, but... Right. Just, the fun begins after dark. Okay. (laughs) If you say so. Alright. Random question for me. Alright, Mom. How many times have you been to Florida? Um, that's an easy question. Twice. I was in Florida one time when I was pregnant with Jared. Jared is her older brother. And, wait, did I say I was pregnant with Jared? No, I wasn't pregnant with Jared. I went to Florida with Jared and I was pregnant with Ellie's older sister, Leah. And I went there to visit my parents and my mom took Jared and I to Florida. Funny story about the trip. We went to Disney and neither one of us had ever been to Disney before. So we walk in, we went to like this little area where they had a lot of like the um, Pooh characters and things like that. Well, we didn't know that there was more to Disney. So we spent the whole day in that one area. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Like who goes to Disney thinking that like, there's just this one area that you went to, not realizing that there's like probably hundreds or thousands more acres of other parts of Magic Kingdom. So anyway, that was the first time I had gone to Florida was to visit my parents when Jared was small and I was pregnant with Leah. And the second time I was in Florida was when we all went together to watch Jared play college baseball. Only two times. Isn't that funny? That's it. So there you go. Answer to our random questions of the day. All right, so what's the topic today, Mom? All right, topic for our pod for today. And Ellie doesn't even know what it is because this is my turn to pick the topic, and it's kind of a mystery topic for her. So here we go. The topic of today is how do 
the crummy parts of life end up making your life something beautiful. That's the topic for today because what made me think of it was when I was making a cake because recently I've been doing a lot of baking for our son just graduated from college and so I had to make some desserts for that. But anyway, it reminded me of a story and this is how it goes. One day a daughter came into her mom and she was talking to her mom about how things were going so terribly for her. And the mom said to the daughter, oh, well, would you like to try a, um, a bite or a mouthful of this baking powder? And the daughter said, no, that's disgusting. And the mom said, well, how about, you know, a spoonful of vanilla? If you've ever tried vanilla, like vanilla extract, you all know that vanilla extract by itself tastes disgusting. It does not taste anything like vanilla, like ice cream. And the mom said, well, how about a tablespoon of salt? You want to eat that? And the daughter's like, mom, that's gross. Why do you want me to eat all that stuff? That's nasty. Well, the mom said to the daughter, she said, much like life is like making a cake. All of the parts by themselves separately may not taste really good, but when you put it all together, it makes a delicious cake. Such is life. Some parts of life are really not so fun and they're kind of crummy. But when you look back, you can see how those pretty crummy parts of your life. Like having to take an SAT. Like having to take an SAT. Ew. Have, in the end, been part of a beautiful picture, if you will, or a tapestry or drawing or whatever you want to equate it to or cake. <laughs> that when you step that. back and look at it or taste it like a cake or a pie or a cookie, whatever, however you want to think of it. Wow, that tastes really good. And you know what? If I hadn't have had that ingredient that by itself tastes really bad, the cake wouldn't taste so good right now. That is the premise or the topic, if you will, of today's pod. Why do the crummy things have to happen in our life in order to make it taste so good? There you go. So what do you think, Miss Ellie? Um, that's interesting. It's just like, I don't know. It's the same idea as like, April showers bring bring me flowers. Like, mm -hmm. it's yep. the same idea. It is the same idea, and I think too. Part of, part of why I think you know God made it so that our lives were this way, was so that we could appreciate the good. Because if you don't, if you haven't been through something that's kind of crummy, and I don't mean like life tragedy. You know, some things that are super tragic in life. Yes, God can you know, turn those around and use them for good. It doesn't change how awful they were for you, but they can, he can change the purpose behind it. Like, you know, when you're going through something that is downright tragic, you're suffering and you're mourning maybe a loss or sadness over a friendship or something, but maybe years go by and you then can in turn help someone else who is struggling or going through what you have gone through. So in that light, you know, God has turned it for good, you know, to be a positive um, you know, maybe for someone else, and then you feel blessed to have been able to help someone. But yeah, I agree. It's very similar to the whole thing of April showers bring May flowers, you know, you, you know, find the silver lining in the rain cloud, all those kind of hokey sayings that we all have. But yeah, it's kind of the same idea that in order to, I think, appreciate the good, we have to endure some of the bad because then it makes the good that much more sweet, I think. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts in regard to, like, um, just life in general? You know, things, like, things maybe that you've gone through at the time seemed like the end of the world, and now in retrospect, you're like, 
okay, well, maybe it wasn't quite as end of the worldish as I thought it was, and I learned this positive thing from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, she's thinking. Um. I While she's thinking, I will share with you that for today, our in-the-kitchen-making thing that we have, I have with me a Mexican salad that I just made, and I put it in this fancy little bowl that Ellie had actually gotten Leah for Christmas that I don't think Leah's even used yet um, for salads, but I've used it quite a few times. And my salad has... It's Portuguese. Yes, the bowl is Portuguese. It's very fancy. Um, it kind of looks like a cracked eggshell <gasps> in half, doesn't it? Kind of. I was slightly insulted by that, but it's true. I like it. I think it's very cool. I but, do too. So, <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, so my salad has um, spinach in it and some romaine lettuce and okay this next part is going to sound really gross but i encourage you to try it because it actually is really really good you take um third two-thirds of a cup of cottage cheese a third of a cup of salsa and a quarter of a cup of black beans and mix them all together and then put it on top of your bed of greens and then mix it in oh my word it is like the best like mexican type salad because of the salsa and everything and the black beans so 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 good so good try it try it if you try it please put it in the comments below and let me know what you thought it is super healthy because you get your protein and everything from your cottage cheese and your black beans and it's really good for you so try it but that's what we made today in the kitchen so you were thinking what'd you come up with i, I ate carrots today I just carrots I today tell you. you don't even like carrots i know like raw carrots yeah i ate them today because they came with lunch so and you ate them? I ate them. Round of applause. What was, was the occasion that made you eat them? I was like, you know what, Ellie? You just ate something that was probably really bad for you. Because I had macaroni and cheese. Mm, mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, it's probably not the greatest. So eat these carrots. Will the carrot eating negate the macaroni and cheese eating? <laughs> it just makes me feel better about myself. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't that bad. I had carrots, at least. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I just thought I'd put that in there for you guys so you knew but I see, ate carrots today. But, you know, okay, so that kind of goes with our topic, sort of. Because, do we sometimes feel like if we do something maybe that we shouldn't have, that well, if it's, we quick do something good, then it makes it less bad? It's kind <laughs> of, well, I don't know why you said that, like, why you saying that made me think of this. It's kind of like working out and, like, Mm. running. Like, Mm. no one likes to run Mm -mm. unless you're a psychopath. I know. But, like, after you're done, you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel so good about myself. Or you just feel like you want to die. That happens, too. But... (laughs) Trust me, been there, done that. <laughs> but even if you feel like you want to die afterwards, after the like like weekend, after you shower, you're like, oh, okay, now I feel good about myself. <laughs> well, and that still goes along kind of with our topic because sometimes you have to endure something kind of crummy. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yes, and then like, analogy. and then like, you look at you know your running watch if you were wearing one, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh dang, I just burnt that many calories. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, girl, yes. Go girl. And then you feel all healthy and mm-hmm. you're like, girly pop, go off. I don't know what girly pop means, but I will tell <laughs> you that, so I run. I think, I don't know if we've told people that before, but anyway. I think we said it in the first one. I think you're right. So I run and all growing up, I was the chubby girl. I hated running because 
frankly, it hurt my top half really bad. <laughs> you can say boobs, Mom. Well, I didn't want to say boobs in case men, in case men were listening. I don't think any guys are listening anymore. Well, anyway, whatever. They heard boobs, and they were like, ooh. Well, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so it hurt my chest badly when I would run because I was a chubby girl. So and proper. so when I was a kid... I grew up in New York, and we had um, the New York State Physical Fitness Test, which I know you all have. It's like the Pacer Test. Yeah, so in Michigan, I guess they have something called the Pacer Test. Now, bottom line, I think it's awful. I think it should be done away with because as a chubby kid, it's horrible because one of my worst childhood memories is when they would have us go outside. Mind you, when I was a kid, we did not change clothes for gym, which I don't know. You guys don't change clothes for gym now, do you? Or do you? Yeah. You do. Okay. Well, we didn't when I was a kid. And so we didn't in elementary school, but we do in middle school and high school. Oh, okay. Well, when I was in middle school and high school, we did not change clothes for gym class. So anyway, picture this chubby girl wearing like, um, okay, so this is a brand of pants wearing like Dickies pants. Okay. Which are kind of like the pants that you see, um, like mechanics wear. People know what they are, mom. They're coming back in style. Really? Yeah. Well, I was definitely not in style, but anyway. Emma Chamberlain wears them. Well, if Emma Chamberlain, whoever she is, wears them, then they must be amazing, I She's guess. She's a YouTuber. Well, let me tell you this. I was no YouTuber, and they were definitely not in style when I wore them. I wore them out of necessity, but anyway. Picture this. Chubby girl, on the track, red hair, long, blazing away in the hot sunshine, trying to, quote, run a mile as quickly as you can. Well, let's just say that the entire class, I'm not exaggerating, the entire class, gym class, which I went to a high school with 750 kids just in my graduating class. So my gym class probably had about 40 kids in it, all right, at least. All the kids are done running the track. Guess who's still there sweating her buns off in her dicky pants running around the track? Yes, me. And Red that's embarrassing. Chubby girl. That was embarrassing. Now, do you want to know how fast, quote, fast, chubby girl ran the track 15 minutes 15 minutes oh let's go 15 minutes and you know there are some things that we uh, they're just like burned forever like a branding mark in our brain like in our mind we can go right back to that moment boom just like that you hear a song somebody says a phrase a smell from a kitchen whatever sometimes there's just something that you have a memory where you can go right back there you mentioned physical fitness test or pacer test or whatever. Immediately, I'm back on that track, quote, running around the track, last one rolling in, sweating to death. And I remember the gym teacher, click on the stopwatch. Oh, 15 minutes. I'm like, mm, that's great. Thanks for sharing that with everybody. Not that everybody didn't already know, but, you know, when you're in middle school, high school, the kids are long past watching who's coming in. They're watching for the first and second, third kids. They're not watching for the... 30th or 40th kid to come across the finish line but anyway suffice it to say that memory as bad as it was now fast can't forward sorry. that's okay I'm glad you can't relate fast forward <laughs> now however many years 30 years whatever I don't know and here I am a runner and I enjoy running but like Ellie she's said a runner, she's a track star yeah whatever but and it's not that I enjoy the act of running. I enjoy the health benefits that running gives me. I enjoy the runner's high that you have afterwards where you do feel really good about yourself and you feel good about what you've just done. And I like the way that it helps my body to stay in shape. So 
even though I'm not a huge fan of the act of running, yes, you're right. I do run kind of for the benefits of it. Yes. Yes. I kind of feel bad saying this. I kind of feel like a jerk, but like, I can't really relate to that. Um, I don't know. I was like, that's okay. I'm glad you I was, Sorry, I was my the, mouth is full of salad. I was the gym kid. Like, gym was my favorite subject. Yeah, I think she's taking, like, ten gym classes. It's ridiculous. I possibly... There's a slight possibility that I have taken every single gym class that my high school offers. And I think she could graduate and, and have, like, a record of the most gym classes <laughs> attended ever in the history of our high school. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lifestyle. Some people are going to hate on it, and that's okay. Well. But, like, people say, like, like you always, like, hear all these people saying, you know, oh, I was always, you know, Jim was horrible. I was always the kid picked last mm-hmm. for, for uh, you know, you'll never know the horrible the pain, pain of me. getting picked last for the dodgeball team. Or being forgotten to be picked at all. And <laughs> I'm over here like, huh? Yeah, but that's no different. <clears throat> I was like, mm, y'all, nah, fam. Sorry, I'm choking but on my lettuce. <laughs> I feel kind of mean saying that, but, like, we all have our strengths. Like, right. you put me in a theater class, and I'm like, huh? <coughs> no, she's as drama as anyone ever no, wanted no, no, to be. No, 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 I mean, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh-huh. stop, let me explain. Mm. I mean, like, they're, like, they speak in all their stage terms, mm. and, like, mm-hmm. if... Someone was putting on a play, I would be the last one to get picked for it. No. Because I know nothing about theater. Okay. You know? So, like, mm-hmm. we all have our element and we all have our thing. Like, my mom was a theater kid and a dancer. Like, you did, like... I wish it was a dancer. Dancing stuff. When I was, like, five, I did dance. I took no, tap and ballet. No, you did. Oh, I did precision yeah. dance team in high school. She did dance team stuff. That's true, yeah. So, like... Everybody does have their strengths, and that's yeah. okay, and that's good. I mean... Same thing with, like, you put me in a math class, and I'm like, hmm, and I'm, like, horrible. <clears throat> okay, maybe I'm not horrible at it, but, like, I really have to focus and pay attention right. to, like, do good on it and do good at it. But, like, you put me in, in, in like, honors bio or, like, actually... Anatomy. I, 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 took, I took honors bio my uh, sophomore year. Oh, stop. But... Um, you put me in, like, honors, anatomy, and phys, or physiology, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't even have to take notes, I can sit here and do nothing and pass my test. Oh. <laughs> and it's, like, things like that, like... It's not something you should brag about, and definitely not a I'm not, study way to take, guys, do not do that. <laughs> I'm not bragging, I'm just saying, like, we all have our strengths. Like, to and me... that's true. Like, to me, you know, you're posterior anterior blah 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 like that makes that stuff makes sense to me mm-hmm. like dissect your rat and find Ew. its clavicle like, Ugh, i'm that, eating Gross. like that stuff makes sense to me and that's cool to me Ugh. but like stage right makes no sense to you but like someone says like but someone says like find the square root of blah 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 i'm like huh let me get 64. a calculator it's eight 64 is 8. The square root of 64. 
is eight. Yeah. Yeah, because eight times eight is sixty. I know. So I was just saying, I was giving you an analogy, an answer for your question. Well, I didn't ask you. Well, pardon me. No, I goodness. mean, I didn't ask you what the square root of sixty-four was. I know you didn't. Was. I know you didn't. I was just trying to give you an example. See, okay, so me and math have never been friends ever, never, never, ever. But we're, I would, we're not even talking about our topic anymore. No, we are. We're gonna segue back. Just listen. Okay. So we're gonna circle back the wagon. So I was never good at math. Like honestly, truly, never good at math. My girls. When they were little, I, I would tell them, never, ever apologize for being smart and never pretend to be stupid for a boy. And you can do math. You are smart. You are very intelligent. You can do math. Both of my girls are very smart and they're very good at math. Ellie may have to work harder for her math grade, but she can do it. And she's very smart. A lot of what Ellie doesn't want to do is have to study and apply herself, as my dad would say. Now, what does all of this have to do with our topic? Which is, you know, basically, does the crummy stuff in life have to happen for us to enjoy the good stuff in life? Or why do we have to go through the crummy things? Well, I kind of go back to um, if we didn't have those we would have no perspective from which to draw our, on our experiences to be able to say this has been an enjoyable experience versus this because it's kind of like I've said to the kids before if all of us were the same how boring would this world be Ooh. well but it's true think about life though if life were always like a carnival ride you know how bored you would get of that you'd be constantly going in circles and laughing so hard that your stomach hurt. But after a while, you would not find that carnival ride fun anymore. You know? Ellie's wrapping her ankle. If you hear that weird noise, she's wrapping her ankle with this stuff. I don't know what it's called. I bought it for her, but I don't know what it's called. It's not pre-wrapped. It's, it kind of looks like a sticky ace bandage. Anyway, so, so biblically speaking, like, to go through difficult times... Do we have to go through the difficult times? And do they make the beautiful times more beautiful? Like, what do you think about that, Ellie? Like, biblically speaking, do you think that, do you think that God, here's the question of the hour. Do you think that God makes us have to go through hard times? Or, or, finish the question, or do you think that God allows us to go through difficult times? Yeah, there you go. I think, like, he allows it like if you think about like the story of job and how much of it has to do with our free will being imposed on ourselves when we disobey what god asked us to do if another you question. think about the story of job mm-hmm. as Sorry. i was saying Sorry. Um, it's fine i'm just messing with you but if you think about the story of job like he literally was perfect mm. like he did no human being is perfect well okay you know what i mean like God was, like... He was an upright man. Yeah, God was, like, very proud of him, Mm -hmm. and, like, he was, you know, he did a lot of things right in God's eyes, Mm -hmm. and still, he, God let, Mm -hmm. he didn't make the bad things happen to Mm -hmm. him, but he let Mm -hmm. Satan Mm -hmm. kind of control, I guess you Mm -hmm. could say, um, his life, and let him do bad things to him. Right. But yet, Job still never cursed God. So now here's the thing. And oh, what that makes me think of is like, 
how easily sometimes we'll roll over. Right. And just be like, be like, oh, God, why are you doing this to me? So that's my, that brings like, us to my other question then. Oh, I'm not done Oh, yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, excuse me. I'm going to run and grab a tissue. I'll be right back. You keep talking. Or like, you need when, no, I'm okay. Like, even when, doesn't even have to be like something difficult happens, but like, something doesn't go the way you want, and maybe you feel like God is maybe like abandoning you, I guess, in a way. Right. And you maybe start pulling away, and you aren't doing your devotions as much, and right. you aren't doing things like that as much, because mm-hmm. you're like, what's the point? Right, so that brings me it's to... It's not oh. doing anything anyway, when in all reality... Mm-hmm. It means and it does everything. I mean, I remember a time in my life where I was, like, waking up at 5.30 every morning and, like, doing my devotions and drinking my coffee while I was doing my devotions and praying, like, fervently praying. And, you know, I was in a really good spot. Mm -hmm. But then... (laughs) Then life happened, mm-hmm. and, you know, basketball season started getting crazier than it was. Mm-hmm. You know, quarantine started happening. Mm-hmm. School started getting super stressful. Right. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't have time for this anymore. Like, uh, I can't wake up at right. 5.30 in the morning anymore. I'm just, I'm too tired. Right. It makes me too tired. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so when I stopped doing that, well, consequently... I then stopped doing my devotions because I was like, well, I don't have any time for it. Right. So, it's, I can't do it. Because, you know, if I do it at any other time, like, I just, I can't, I don't have any time for it. Mm-hmm. Because I have no other time to do it because mm-hmm. of how busy I am. Mm-hmm. And then, I get, you know, a concussion. Mm. So then I can't. Like, I physically cannot read because it gives me a headache. Right. So then that makes me, you know, not really want to do my devotions. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're just like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that today, actually, how happy I used to be. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would roll up to school in, like, the minivan because for mm-hmm. a while I had to drive my mom's old minivan mm-hmm. while my car was broken mm-hmm. and I'd be like blaring my Jesus music and I was in such a good mood and I was vibing and everything was great <laughs> but like now and I, I was in I was so happy but now mm-hmm. I roll up to school and I'm like I'm tired I don't want to be here mm-hmm. don't talk to me mm-hmm. and like it just is amazing how when you open your heart and let just you don't even have to do anything like Mm -hmm. you just let god be there Mm -hmm. and do what he does and it makes your life so much better Mm -hmm. simply because you're just you're not stressed as much well there's no guarantee you're not going to be stressed but i I know i just said you're not stressed as much Mm -hmm. because you have nothing to worry about you have a, I don't know how well I want to say this. 
You have You have a... his abiding peace. No, that's not what I was going to say. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, well. But you have, like... Oh, what is... Joy unspeakable. No, Mom, that... oh, I'm trying to think. Sorry. What is that word? Um... Can you give me a hint? We play charades about it? Sure. Um, I'll try to help you. Like, Sounds how like... a lot of times people say, like, you have, like, an earthly view. Oh, mindset. Or mindset. Mm-hmm. Or, like, perspective. 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 Oh, go ahead and help you out. Perspective. There you go. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's like you don't have this, like, temporal Oh, my gosh. Like, my life is over if I fail this test perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, me failing this test doesn't make God love me any less. Nope. But I am just going to put this out there. I failed less tests. Like, I did better mm-hmm. on tests failed less more than often mm-hmm. when I was in God's word more. Mm-hmm. Simply because I was like, I'm going to kill this test. Right. Because mm-hmm. I do all things right well even if i don't necessarily want to be doing them because i do all things to honor god all things that glory and everything Mm -hmm. including school right can i have a turn to talk now or you're not done it just kind of makes you think about that right so while you were talking it made me think of so oh so without that um without me falling off the bandwagon per se i wouldn't have learned that and you know seen the differences in me as a person so if you hadn't have gone through if i hadn't have fallen off the bandwagon oh the devotional bandwagon yeah oh gotcha well and see while ellie was talking it reminded me of how she was saying that god allows bad things to happen in our lives i agree with that it's not that god you know, is looking down from heaven and saying, ha, 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 I'm going to do this and see how they respond. No. And also, it's not vengeful. No. Like, he's not like, oh, you didn't pray to me today. Yeah. I'm making you get sick. No, no, like, no, Like, no. it's nothing stupid no. like that. No. But, um... Oh, that do... I'm talking like I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah. But I do believe that so much of what we go through um, does... How how we come out of it clearly depends upon how we choose to react to it, okay? So two people could have the same exact thing happen to them, one per, and they'll walk away most often with two very different perspectives having, having come through that issue, whatever it is. And I do think that our mindset being placed rightly will make a huge difference on the lesson that we learn through the trial we've been allowed to walk through. Wouldn't the lesson, wouldn't it be properly, not rightly? What do you mean? What? Say you said now? rightly. Wouldn't well, it be yeah, properly? Well, whatever. Either way. You can say it either way. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just feel like, especially now with um, seemingly how things are right now in our world where, so I'm told, you know, there's a lot of division in our world right now, in our country, especially here in America, that America. We, that we have a lot of division, apparently. And I say apparently because I interact with many different people often. You know, when I say many different people, I mean people of different, you know, ethnicities and things like that. And I've never had a negative experience um, with people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
the way you approach um, life in general. Like my favorite part of the day is morning because I look at morning, every morning is a blessing of a new day and a gift. And I'm excited for the you know, blessings and the gifts that the Lord's going to shower on me that day, regardless of um, what package those come in, basically. Because sometimes, um, you know, things happen to go along with our topic that maybe we didn't plan on or come across as a mild tragedy. And then in the end, sometimes even by just the end of the day, you can look back on that and go, you know, I wasn't planning on that happening, but I see now how that was actually, you know, a blessing or that worked out well, or I can see how God, you know, used that to get to this good thing or whatever. And sometimes when we go through something bad, it plain old stinks and we don't see sometimes the quote good from it until the other side of eternity, which from a, you know, human perspective, when it, like Ellie was saying before, if we just have an earthly perspective, we're going to be like, well, that totally stinks. But if you have an eternal perspective, we're going to be able to look at that tragedy that still maybe hurts us a little bit now. And maybe we haven't been given a glimpse of the good that's going to come from it right now, but we will trust that the Lord had a purpose for that, that will ultimately happen. So I don't, I agree with Ellie. I feel like, um, you know, you do look at Job in his example, and we can all look to Job as an example of a person who went through awful, awful things. And like Ellie said, he did not um, curse God and die as his wife advised him to. And I think we talked about Job a couple pods back too. We referenced him about something. But anyway, um, I guess I just want to encourage each and every one of you that are listening to this today and myself and Ellie as well, because everyone is going to have some sort of, I don't want to say tragedy, but everyone is going to have something bad happen to them, period. It doesn't matter. Christian, non-Christian, doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter your hair color. It doesn't, no, it doesn't matter, period. You are a human being. You are going to go through things that you do not want to, and you're going to have to walk down roads that are not particularly pre- pleasant. However, take heart and know that there is a purpose for good that can come from these bad things that maybe you are going through right now and take heart. This will sound kind of silly because I know I don't know you, but take heart, my friend, because God will bring something good from that. The saying from the Bible, beauty for ashes, it's true. Like we, we look at something and we see a heap pile of ashes We see nothing that is good that can come from it because maybe our dreams were crushed or an achievement we wanted to reach. We were so close within reach and we didn't and it's all dashed. And to us, it's just this pile of ash that can nothing can be done with it. Well, God can raise up beauty from those ashes and he can turn that into something that we never would think or imagine could come from that. And at the end of the day, we see the beauty from those ashes that can only be created with his hand and through him. So I guess, I know this will probably end up being a little bit shorter pod than what we normally do, but I guess I just want to end this with giving all of you a boost of encouragement that if you are going through a difficult time right now, if things don't look particularly bright for you at this moment, I would encourage you, pardon me, I would encourage you to spend time in prayer 
and to read your Bible. And it does not matter if you do it at 5.30 in the morning or 2.30 in the afternoon or 10 o'clock at night. Or if it's five minutes, if you literally only have five minutes to pray and read your Bible, God's going to honor that. If you have more time, God's going to honor that too. The most important thing is that you come before the Lord in prayer and to read his word with the right um, heart intention. Not, okay, Lord, I'm here to check this box and to push these buttons in, so you're going to give me this or that. No, it's, Lord, I'm, I've come to spend time with you and to let you know how much I love you and appreciate you. And frankly, Lord, I'm really broken and messed up right now. And I don't know, I don't know what to say or do. Sometimes we just have to honestly just cry and we can't even put it into words. But you know what? If you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit will interpret that for the Father and will, and Jesus will speak to God the Father on your behalf. So take heart in that. You're not alone. God is with you, and what you're going through will be brought from ashes to beauty. Much less serious note, it makes a lot of sense why they say, like, beauty from ashes, because ashes are actually really good, like, very fertile to grow things. Oh That's why gosh. people, like, a lot of times, if you've ever, like, That's gardened true. or anything, mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll use, like, fertilizer, which is, like, a lot of times they use like cow poop. Yeah. But also like we personally like we burn all of our leaves and like sticks and everything that we pick out pick up out in the yard. Mm-hmm. We burn it all in the spot where we have a garden. Mhm. And it's really it makes the f- soil more fertile. So it makes sense why people would say, you know, beauty from ashes. That's awesome. You're right. So, yeah. And when I said America, it reminded me of this really funny song um, <laughs> by Granger Smith and Earl Dibbles Jr. called America. So if you like country music and you just want a song to kind of laugh at because it's honestly kind of a joke, go listen to it. It's pretty funny. It's on Spotify. So I'll give a shout out to a song since Ellie usually does shout outs oh, to songs. Oh, oh, oh. And um, Take Me As I Am by Lecrae. When she was talking, that just kind of, it kind of popped into my head. It went along with, like, what she was talking about. So so the song that I'll give a shout-out to is a song by We the Kingdom. If you don't know who they are, they're an awesome, awesome Christian band that I like to say that they like to seriously, to me. Rock out for Jesus. Rock out for Jesus, baby. That's right. Yeah. And their song, Don't Tread on Me. If you want a song to get you, like, spiritually pumped up and ready to go. You don't know why she's laughing at me, but you should listen. Seriously, you should listen to that song because that song is very good and it will get you pumped up. And if you're having trouble, like if you're having trouble standing firm in your faith, that song will pump you up and it will give, give you like the, like attitude of like, that's right. You know what? I can, I can go throughout, but just listen to the song. I'm not going to go on and on. Just listen to the song. And then after that, you can listen to Don't Tread on Me by Granger Smith. Don't tread on me. He has a song called that too. Earl Dibbles Jr. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And. And what? What do we say at the end? I don't know. Catch you on the flip. And that's the frosting on the cake. That works too.